Welcome to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by ChristianMusicMarketing.com. We are here to help Christian musicians, songwriters, and artists connect with one another, learn from one another, and to pull back the curtain to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the Christian music industry. Let's get started. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Wisdom Moon, and today I'm excited to have a couple of my friends on the show, Haley and Del. Welcome. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, and the, for those of you who aren't familiar with Haley and Dell, they are part of the band named Natural State. So I think we have to first start off with what does that mean, <laughs> Natural State? How did you guys come up with that name? Yeah, there's a lot of meaning behind it for us. But um, So we were in a band together called Landers Music Co., and the co stood for collective, but nobody really knew what the co was. The co was different every single time we, we were introduced anywhere. So um, we kind of rebranded to natural state. Uh, Landers was the road that Dell and his brother had grown up on. Oh. Um, and his brother and his brother's wife are not in the band anymore. So that kind of didn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. But um, we were playing a show in Arkansas where Dell is from. And we went under the sign on the bridge that said, Arkansas, the natural state. And we were like, that's really cool because it just, it like evokes spiritual meaning to us too. Like we both grew up playing music and so music is our natural state, but just spiritually speaking, like our natural state is to worship God and to be in relationship with him. So we loved it and it stuck. That's awesome. So you kind of stole it from Arkansas, basically. Stole it from the yeah, You know, it's just we're trying to pay homage kind of, <laughs> you know, the Landers thing was kind of about family and where we came from. And the natural state is our Arkansas is known as the natural state. And that still works for me. Of course, I still have family there and spent most of my or a lot of my life there. Yeah. My mom uh, went to college also, there. Yeah. Haley's mom actually went kind to college. There. So there's a soft, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a soft connection. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so who all is in the band now? So Natural State consists of Dell and I, like we we own the band, but we also have uh, some core players that play with us. And so Matt Murr is our bassist. He's awesome. We love him. Dell leads worship with him here in Chattanooga. Um, and uh, Drake Barker is our guitarist. And but we kind of we have different people. If people can't make it, you know, this yeah. this week we're opening for Big Daddy Weave this Saturday, and Drake can't make it, so. We have a guy named Chris uh, playing guitar for us. So we know yeah. a lot of people and love a lot of people. So they're awesome. open to play with us. <laughs> yeah. And how did you two connect and decide to like do this band thing together and co-own a band and all of that? Yeah. So as uh, Haley was talking about, we were in a band called Landers Music Co. And I was a part of Landers, obviously, because it belonged to my brother and I and my sister-in-law, Krista. Um, and Landon was working for a church at the time and the church was like, Hey, let's write a worship album. And Haley and I worked uh, at a local church here in Chattanooga together. And I was like, Hey, there's this, this, uh, girl uh, I work with that leads worship here. She's actually a really talented writer. Um, I think it would be cool for us to collaborate. And so we kind of got together in a room to write a worship album for the local body of the church where my brother worked and co-writes can kind of be 
awkward sometimes if you've never done that. If that's something you haven't done, uh, it can be a little bit awkward, but uh, it worked really well. And and uh, we were able to produce, I don't know, three or four songs over the course of just a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, got together and kept writing. I was like, hey, this this seems to really work out really well. Let's Let's keep doing that. And so we, that's how we started kind of working more together. Cause and even before that, I guess when landers would go out and play, if we had worship dates, we'd just be like, Hey, why don't you come with us? And Hey, they would lead worship, help us with leading worship stuff. And then of mm-hmm. course, you know, with the, with the original stuff, she would maybe just do like BGV stuff. Mm-hmm. So she was, she was around in that capacity too before, but then actually we kind of joined up and just started working together and changed the name to landers music collective from landers uh, music collective, because we all kind of did music, in different capacities outside of that thing. Yeah. So, so we, we formed this collective and, uh, played some dates together. got to go on a, a fall tour back in 2019 with some, uh, some great artists, a, a hip hop artist named true Serva, uh, some cool guys from Canada named manic drive. They're super cool. Yeah. And of course, uh, Colton Dixon as well. And that was really fun. Um, after the tour, my brother's wife, they have five kids and she started a business and they're crushing it. And, you know, they're like, Hey, life's just really busy. And, you know, again, anybody who does this knows that this is a, a busy pursuit <laughs> yeah. to attempt to do this. And, and they were just like, yeah, it's going to be best if we step away. So, uh, that's how it ended up. It was just Haley and I, we were going well. Well, what do we do now? We want to keep and, uh, going. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do now? We want to keep pursuing. <laughs> um, and and we just thought, well, let's rebrand because obviously, again, the Lander thing was the road that my brother and I grew up on where my parents still live in Arkansas. And uh, so we rebranded, um, started slowly putting out new music and it's been a slow kind of a slow process of course covid happened which yeah kind of put the brakes on everything we're actually we're about to go back out on tour again mm. in this in the spring of 2020 again with manic drive and colton dixon and uh, also citizen way was on the bill for that one um so yeah that's that's kind of how we started doing this and um we wanted to keep playing but also always tell people like one of the biggest champions for us to keep going was actually Haley's husband will. He's like, no, you, you guys can't stop. You got to keep going. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of how we ended up in this current situation. So <laughs> you mentioned like being on tour, and there was even a tour schedule for the time you know right before COVID. So when maybe other artists hear that, they're like, how do you even get on a tour? Because that's their dream. You know, they want to tour, but they have no idea how to even get into that. So mm-hmm. can you guys share maybe how that happened for you guys and any tips that you have? Yeah, we, you know, of course we are still indie. And so at the time we were indie and we, we kind of had like this belief that like you couldn't really do anything that you wanted to do without a label, you know, but um, it was so cool because God just showed us, Hey, no, there are ways. So we, um, had a manager named uh, Jeff McLaughlin, and um, he ha- he was kind of connected with some people who I think he was connected with Manic Drive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. he so. um, he also was uh, a radio promoter, and so he he gave us a call one day, and 
was like, hey, they're asking for kind of, I think on that tour, we were kind of branded more as like a worship band because mm-hmm. a ministry called um, Life Light was also on that tour. So um, mm-hmm. Josh Brewer would present the gospel every night, which was so cool. So we um, we played all original music, but um, we were slanted a little bit more specifically towards worship. And so it just worked out, you know, and it, it's so funny because like, we have asked that question before, before the tour, like, how do you get on a tour? How do you book? And like, (laughs) I mean, it really was just a series of like God kind of orchestrating open doors. And we're kind of to the point we are now we're like, we can put some of the pieces together, but like a lot of it really was just like prayer for God to like help us walk in the next right step, you know? Yeah, for sure. The, uh, it was a question I always had was like, how do you, how does a band get to here? How do they get to here? How do they get to here? Yeah. And I was always kind of frustrated because artists would kind of be like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Even though they were doing it, it was like, I don't know. And then, uh, I remember on that tour in 2019, I said to the guys, I was just like, yeah, somebody asked us right now, how you got here. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I will say this in addition to everything Haley said, so we had the manager that made the connection for us to get on that tour. But the thing that got us invited back out a few months later to go on tour again was a few things. Um, one, we were willing to work hard when we were on the road because the road is hard work and we're a support act, which is an important thing to remember if you're a support act that, and this is going to crush some people's ego, but uh, it, even though it's Christian music and it is to honor and to glorify God, if there's a headliner, most of the people are probably there to see the headliner Yeah, and, and, and just remember your role, you know, like understand that if they say you've got 15 or 20 minutes, don't take 25 or 30, mm-hmm. like be, be done when you need to be done, yeah. work hard. And, and, and a really important thing to Haley and I is to serve well. And that is not just to like, that's not just like lip service to say to the public, that's something we want to do, especially with other artists we're on the road with. So, you know, we wanted to work hard and help as much as we could. Uh, we honored the time slot we were given um, and tried to set the people who were coming up after us up for success as best we could. Um, and, and, and three, just serve well. And, and again, that's whether it's from the stage, from a merch table, behind the scenes, however we could. And that, I think, that was, I think, those things really, like, made the difference. That's what really made the difference in us getting invited back out again. Yeah, for sure. Do you find that that approach or that mindset is common or more rare with artists? Yeah. You want me to to answer (laughs) you? I, so we had heard, uh, on that tour, someone came up to us and said, y'all are our favorite worship band that we have ever played with. Mm -hmm. And we were like, huh? And they said, why? They said, um, you, you honor your time, just like Del was saying. And he, he said a lot of worship bands or even openers, kind of view their time as more important. Like this was, this was coming from someone. This is the reason why Yeah, they view their time as more important and they don't often help. They don't often care to like love on the people at the venue or 
uh, serve other bands or it's this kind of like weird competitive thing. And I think we were kind of like shocked by that because we've been working so hard for this for a very long time now. And so we're kind of to the mentality, like, how, how can you, how can it be like that? Like, honestly, I mean, I know that I am a sinner and I am flawed and I know that I can react very poorly to things, but I honestly can't imagine like being somewhere that you worked so hard to get to and kind of living this dream and having that attitude, you know? So, um, if, when you're asking, is that many people's approach? I hope so. Mm. I hope so with all my heart, especially because we're doing this for Jesus. But, um, it is, you know, you also have to realize it is a business. It is people's livelihoods. Um, and so, you know, I guess approaching it selflessly is, um, maybe rare. I don't know. I don't know if that's what I'm uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'd say it probably isn't necessarily the norm. We um, we make a conscious. That was something that Langdon and Krista did very well too. Uh, is serve people really well. Mm. They did that really well. So it was very important for us that as we continue that that's what we do. And even in you're asking about the other people on our team, Matt Murr, Drake, Chris. These people they aren't just good musicians because obviously that's like a the most obvious barrier to entry to do this is to be at least decent. Right. And, um, but beyond that, they, they, I don't have to sit there and beg them to help when there's work to do. They immediately will jump in and begin to help. And yeah, they, they, there's no, there's no, they're not too prideful and there's not too much ego for them to, to do the little things that are necessary mm-hmm. to, to, and those little things end up really going a long way. Those things to, to just love and serve people. Yeah. Oh, uh, and it, it, and I know it, you know, it is people's job. So it, it become, it just sometimes can become work. Yeah. Just, just like anywhere. Like I mean, I work at a church right now and like, even in that, I think people go into ministry, maybe thinking like, <clears throat> Oh, this is going to be awesome. Cause we all love Jesus and we're all going to be like happy and pleasant all the time, you know, and, and behind the scenes, that's just not, necessarily the case. And I, my spiritual walk has grown so much in the behind the scenes stuff, like not just leading worship on Sunday mornings or even like talking to the congregation on Sundays, but like behind the scenes, you know, working through be like remaining humble and like asking, you know, God to forgive me for things and have having a forgiving attitude towards other people that I work with. And so it's in, it's in any job, I guess. Yeah. So you mentioned even like your musicians that go out with you guys have that same mentality. And I know it's, you know, sometimes hard to find the right musicians that are going to support you, you know, when you go out and then to find people that are, that have that mentality and like want to serve. So how did you guys go about finding musicians and how did you figure out that they would be a good fit? Yeah. So, um, in the case of Matt, I, I lead worship with him. He works for a church in town, uh, Rock Point Community Church here in Chattanooga. And, uh, I just got to witness it firsthand. So before I ever asked him to be involved with what we were doing, I saw the way he served, mm-hmm. uh, you know, week in and week out, not only just 
uh, in worship on the stage, but also how he served people like me who, who have been asked to come in mm. and be a part of worship there and uh, people from different places. Some of these people uh, live in Nashville and they, they'll drive in and, and uh, be a part of worship. They'll travel from South Carolina, different folks will. And just watching him uh, love and serve people that come from different backgrounds and, uh, you know, are in different places and seeing that modeled. Yeah. Sure. I realize that's not a luxury that everybody's going to have. And neither is finding somebody who works for a church who would even have some of the flexibility to do what we're doing uh, like he does. But um, yeah, that is challenging. That's a, that's a difficult thing. But I think for us, one of the things I try to do is uh, uh, there's a place in scripture and the exact reference is escaping me. And so I'm going to paraphrase. So everyone forgive me. But uh, there's a place in scripture that talks about writing the vision and making it clear, making mm -hmm. it plain. And so while I'm not writing it down and showing it to them, I am stating to them, hey, it's important. I want us to love and serve people well. Mm -hmm. And just saying that. And, and so even if you don't necessarily know it, if that's not a part of a natural part of who they are, that becomes obvious mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Uh, you know, if all they want to do is walk out and play and then they're, go hide in a, in a van or a bus or a trailer or wherever, you know, and, and not acknowledge anyone that, that becomes obvious pretty quickly. So they, they kind of weed themselves out that way, I guess. And that was, that's kind of the same with Drake too, because Drake plays guitar for me at, at mm -hmm. the worship service that I lead. And so I've been watching him for years. Like he, as a teenager, like in student, when I led for student ministry, like he just was always willing to grow and work hard and, um, but also just like he, he wanted to find ways to make things better, but he's just so gentle with people. And, mm. um, so yeah, similar to, to Matt and Del's situation. Yeah. So these were the guys that kind of like started on this journey with us. We're thankful. Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, people that are not, uh, a part of the industry, the Christian music industry, or just music industry in general have this like glamorous view of, mm being in a band, touring and all of that, but like, it's actually really hard <laughs> and yes. a hard life to like sustain too. And yeah. mm -hmm. uh, it really takes a toll on you because you're constantly on the road and you're around people 24 mm seven, -hmm. uh, especially for introverts. I think that's really hard. <laughs> yep, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what are some things that you guys do to stay sane and, you know, continue to like thrive in it? Yeah, I love that question. I mean, I love how you worded it, like thrive, because thrive is not just, uh, I mean, because there, there are people who are successful, right? And like, probably making a lot of money who maybe aren't thriving like spiritually, mm -hmm. personally. Um, I think for us, we work, we're thankful for our story and like do, are there times that we wish that this would have maybe happened sooner in our life? Sure. But also I think we're at a place in our life now. Um, you know, we both have families, children, and like, we, we have, we have been in a stage where we have worked hard without those things at this. Um, but then had to kind of like stop the, um, the demand, like the demanding lifestyle of it to kind of take care of, of, uh, our families and these other things and definitely didn't prioritize it. 
But then like over time, it's like, I feel like if you're called to something, which is what Del and I 100% feel like we are called to this, we are called to make music in this industry. And that may sound weird, but like, like I've been leading worship for a while and I do feel called to lead worship as well, but also called to create. And I think that, um, if it's a calling on your life, it's going to come out in some way. So I think Dell and I kind of had to put it to the side for a while. And so now we're kind of to this place where we're like, we, we have to do this in order to thrive. So in order to live out our natural state, like in order to honor God and serve him in our calling, like this is something that we have to do now, you know, with or without obstacles. Um, and so, but I also think like there's an appreciation and like a, a foundation that we've built over these years where we haven't necessarily been like at this like full time. Um, that I think that we can recognize burnout easily mm-hmm. and, um, we're definitely not nowhere close to there yet. Um, but I think if we were, you know, it's like we, we, we know how to, I mean, not to say we've like arrived and like, we're always growing, but like, I do think that we are way more mature now than when we both lived in Nashville separately. Um, and you know, we're kind of trying to do this. We've just learned a lot of lessons through life, you know, Yeah. Del, you have anything yeah. to add? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you know, um, you can see this in almost any uh, kind of a, I'll call it entertainment world. Um, when somebody's successful, young, it tends to, uh, what's the right word here? Uh, I want to say this with diplomacy. It tends to skew reality for them a little bit uh, because, you know, if, if you've never had to struggle, then it's hard to, truly value what you have yeah. uh, to its fullest extent, if that makes any sense. Um, and there's something about the struggle that just brings on a mountain of humility. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not where I'm at today because I'm special. Um, I just kept trying. That's all, mm-hmm. you know, I kept trying and God kept putting people in my path that had a passion for this. And, uh, you know, and, you know, as we work together, things can grow. That's, but that's it. It's not like, you know, and also I think one of the ways to, to answer your question too about being, how do you stay kind of grounded and thriving is it is important to us too, that to be connected to the local church, because again, if all you know is this entertainment side of this thing, you kind of lose touch again with the, what I'll call is reality. Like what does the day-to-day life look like? You know, there was a season in my life where I would wake up at 3.30 in the morning, go to a job, drive 45 minutes away uh, to work another job, um, go work another job after that. And I was putting myself through school full time. So I would sleep about, I would sleep like maybe two or three hours a night, maybe. And, and for the bulk of my adult life, I've worked multiple jobs to try to survive. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been difficult. So the thought of doing this 
hard work because touring. So touring, we took an RV out and uh, there were three of us that did the driving, the primary bulk of the driving. And it was not me. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, uh, Haley has a lot of strengths. Driving is not one of them. But but driving an RV and, and literally you will show up at a venue at about somewhere between 1030 and noon. And we brought, you know, the guys from Manic Drive had everything. It was full production. So we would completely unload a trailer. Thankfully, most venues, there would be people there to volunteers to help too. But you, you, tear, you bring everything out. And then we bring all of our stuff in. And, you know, the headliner, it's, you know, Colton's getting his stuff set. And then Manic gets their stuff set. Then we get our stuff set. And it's, you know. And then you get your merch table ready and then it's about evening time. And then the, you know, the hip hop artists would go on. Then we would go on and the guys from Manic would go on. And between us and Manic, you know, I'm switching out symbols and we're switching out the video cables and like all the stuff that has to happen. That's like while somebody's talking up there and no one's paying attention to all the stuff that's happening behind you, you know, you're switching all this stuff out and the other bands are grabbing and trying to throw their stuff up and they play and then they're pulling their stuff off. And it's just, you know, it's just, and then, the shows are over. We're back at our tables. We're talking to people. We're meeting people. And that's awesome uh, to get to do that. And like the thought that anybody ever wants to buy a t-shirt from us or anything is always like amazing to me. Like, Oh, great. Yeah. I have a t-shirt. So, um, and you do all that, but then you tear your merch table down and then the whole production's got to come down. And so you're rolling out at about midnight or one and then driving and, you know, drive for two or three hours until you're almost driving off the road, falling asleep and wake the next guy up and make him drive a little bit, you know, just do this in a cycle. And, you know, you may sleep a little bit and it's a grind and it's really hard work. Um, but I think for me, I was already kind of preconditioned for that, but I get to, I get to play music and do the hard work. Like, mm. okay, sign me up. Like yeah. I'll do it. So, right. Um, and I don't want to dismiss or belittle the like importance and power of, staying in the word and praying, you know, I mean, those, I feel like those are the like Sunday school answers, but really, I mean, I, we, uh, on Sundays, well, we're, we were out a few Sundays where, um, they would kind of have church and I've seen, uh, Toby Mac does this on his tours too. Like, I love it because like they, they worship together as, Mm -hmm. um, as a, as a team, as a tour, um, we would on tour, um, Josh would lead us like every day t- to pray over, like pray as a team over the prayer requests that were given the night before, which is just, um, like makes me emotionally even thinking about it just because like we're, it is a mission field, you know, like, and so every single kid or adult or child that we encounter on the road is an opportunity to share the gospel with. And so the fact that we don't just leave the venue and we're just done with them and we're not even thinking about them in the, anymore. But Josh led us to like, remember the, the people from the night before and pray for them. Like it was just really, really special. So yeah. not to neglect right. those super important. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that because yeah, there, there's that like grind side of things, but then there's also the side of like, you need to rest and see, see God and yeah. you know, really like, Make sure that you're ready to pour out because you, you know, if you're empty, you're not going to be right. able to pour out. So, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys remember how uh, we got connected? You know, we've been working together for a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
I would love to hear your perspective of how we got connected and, you know, what your experience has been like so far. Oh, yes. These are really good things. I'm excited about this question. Um, so we got connected through um, several people had kind of thrown uh, your name out there as just being the best at marketing, which is like, honestly. That's what we were told, bro. That's what we were told. <laughs> that is. False advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> no. Um, and, and we had seriously struggled so much with putting out music and releasing it. I mean, it's, you see it like now that I've like experienced it, I see all over Instagram artists, like, you know, mm. funny, like reels about like putting out music as artists, like not knowing how to do it. That was us. I mean, seriously, we did not know how to release music. And, um, we, uh, were working with a producer, Keith Smith, who threw your name out and said, he's the best. Um, we have a guy we're working with named Tim who kind of just did research on his own and was like, this is the best guy. And so we had seriously heard your name three or four times and we're like, okay, this is who we, I think I, I think I even mentioned, uh, (laughs) uh, another producer we had worked with even years before I mentioned you, uh, a guy named Sean Williams. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. 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 Before we were kind of even really thinking about having like needing help with releasing music and marketing and. Um, just these things that you kind of have to come to terms with, like, it's a humility thing too. Like, mm. you know what? We need help. We need help with, we, need help. we love playing music. We love writing music and creating, but like these other things we need help with. And so I remember doing the consultation and, or is that what it was called? Like the, the prelim, like meeting you and Kat in Nashville, um, and man, I was like in tears the first five minutes talking to you and Kat about. <laughs> Um, just, it's like hard just to be in ministry, but just feeling like y'all completely understood, uh, what we were walking through and what we wanted, like where we were headed. Um, and like Del and I left that, was it like, it was like two or three hours that we like met with you guys and we were like, we love them. Like these are, (laughs) these are people. So, um. And our experience working with you has been so, oh my goodness, like so fruitful, so fruitful. We've, we've watched things grow that we've tried to grow (laughs) for a long time now. And, um, man, we're super grateful, super, super grateful. Yeah. Because you know, we, we often would say, Hey, if I just knew how to go about this, like I know there's work to do in the way I kind of described it to Haley is it's like, it's like I'd spent years punching at smoke. Mm. Like I wasn't so much, meaning my effort wasn't toward the right things, you know? Yeah. And because you can have effort, but if you're not, if your effort isn't uh, kind of laser focused and in the right kind of where it go, going where it needs to go, then it could be it's, wasted energy yeah, if you're not careful. And, yeah. um, which is, you know, <laughs> unfortunate, but is, you know, that is, that can be a reality and just uh, getting to work with you guys and having, just having somebody kind of be, uh, for lack of a better word, just kind of a North star saying right here, mm-hmm. this is where you're going. Like right here. So well, just, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, the, it really uh, just, and, and not because uh, what people would also maybe want to know and need to understand it isn't that your team is doing all the work for people. Right. They still have to work. Right. It's still, it's still up to people to work, but having direction. Is right. So Which I will add to that. It has been actually so rewarding and fulfilling uh, for you guys to, sorry, I don't know why I'm crying right now. Um, 
It has been so fulfilling to have you guys point us in a direction and for us to actually like do a lot of the, the work where we're like connecting with fans and we're creating kind of our own stuff, like from that creative side, but you guys like helping us showing us, Hey, you guys can do this. Like social media, isn't this scary thing to shy away from? Like it's a tool. And like now, like sometimes I'll look at our feed and I'm like, so proud of it. You know, I'm like, like we, like we've done this, but you guys have like been the like backbone to like support us in it and help us like grow it. But it is paired with the fulfillment of we're, we're doing it too. You know, we haven't just like hired out this random company who's connecting with, with the people and we we have no connection with them. Like, yeah. um, and then that I am just reminded too, even through social media, like sometimes like it's easy to get caught up in the followers, but like there will be times I'll just, I'll just stop and I'll just thank God. Thank you Lord for the 1200 followers that we have. Thank you for mm-hmm. each person that's here. That's like wanted to be on this journey with us, you know? And, but you guys have like helped us grow that and that's our goal. So yeah, man. Yeah. The way that I describe like what we do, you know, a lot of times is that we're linking arms with the artist mm-hmm. and, you know, we're on this journey together where we're helping guide the artist and really like, uh, I don't think you could build a true fan base or a true community. If you outsource community, you can't really outsource community, you know, and yeah. the relationships. Uh, but like, our job is to empower you to do that. And I was actually even doing a call uh, like two hours ago, maybe with a church and on the call, it was like a previous client that had connected me with this church and they're looking for music marketing. And I found out on the call that they are the biggest church in their denomination in the country. Yet they were like, we have no idea what we're doing with our music and we need help, you know, and just being able to like help guide, uh, you know, any organization or artist uh, at whatever level, you know, that's really like our passion and being able to like meet you guys and uh, knowing that we have, you know, Kindred Spirit and just have the same passion for the kingdom. uh, That's been really refreshing and just how, I think the big difference that uh, with how you guys approach your music and marketing is that you guys are very teachable. And I think that makes the biggest difference in the world because when an artist is not teachable, you really can't really see much, you know, momentum, even Mm -hmm. though like we could do our best to do the ads and all of that. So it's going back to like you guys are very like when you go on even tours uh you you're serving you're out there like doing the work and seeing how you can serve other people and that same kind of posture i think um that is going to make a big difference in the longevity of someone's music ministry too so i want to you know just commend you for that and um for people that are listening i think um you you really can't bypass that and take the shortcut of it. Um, and it, it shows like when, when you get on stage and talk, it shows when you, you know, are one-on-one with your fans that come up to you, it shows, uh, your heart shows, it comes out, you know, 
out of the overflow of your heart, your mouth mm -hmm. speaks. So mm -hmm. it's going to come out one way or the other. And that's been just really cool to see you on this journey and also just being able to like connect you with different people in the industry and yeah. see the response, you know, from those folks as well. So uh, for people that are maybe listening that uh, want to grow their impact with their music and they're trying to navigate how they're going to you know, feed their family <laughs> through music and mm -hmm. figure out the practical side and also figure out like, how do we make a bigger impact with our music uh, from, you know, your journey so far, what's something that you could share to encourage them? Man, um, I would say uh, patience because you can, <laughs> sometimes it feels like making, you know, a few reels a week, like feels like a lot of work and like maybe not a, a bunch of initial, like immediate return, but I'm telling you, and that's just like one example is like, the more you do it, you will look back like six months later and be like, Oh, this is what we were building. Yeah. So um, I think we live, um, we definitely live in a world of instant like gratification, but like you can't, you, you're not going to grow something um, unless something just completely blows up on TikTok or, or Instagram, which is possible. Um, you know, the, the, um, in the long term, the way, the way that you're going to grow it is step by step. And I would just say patience, because for me, it's, sometimes it's, I get, I'm very goal oriented and driven. And so, um, it can feel like, Oh, is this, is this worth it? But it is worth it. If you're doing all of the steps together, if you are putting everything you have into it, um, you'll start to feel like a machine. One of like, you know, in a few months, like it will feel like, Oh, okay. All of these pieces are working together. And that's why I would say too, like having a team around you, like you guys is yeah. super helpful. That's what I was going to say. Mm. Having the right people around you and the right team of people supporting what you're doing. And, you know, whether that be, um, you know, a marketing firm like, like yours, or maybe they have a relationship with somebody else that can just kind of help guide them or point them in a direction like, be teachable as you said like yeah. be teachable like be willing to acknowledge that maybe there's some things to learn still and um be willing to listen to to not just you because as you mentioned like you have connected us with some other people in the industry and just being willing to listen to those people mm -hmm. who obviously they've had success doing what they're doing uh and just be willing to listen to that because it's you know it can be easy as a musician to have a little bit of a rebellious, you know, you, especially like, Hey, they are rockers at heart. So like that, just like, um, <laughs> yeah, just like, just being willing to like, listen, because there's a team there that they want to support you and, um, being willing to listen to those folks. And even if it does like, you know, there's expense involved, like, yeah, I mean, there can be expense involved, but it's worth it if you can get the right team around you and and help you really continue to grow uh really your ministry and in another way to approach it too and to think about it is it's a small business mm -hmm. and uh, trying to be because uh, as Haley mentioned the gentleman tim that we work with also is uh, he's just a retired businessman and he even though he doesn't have any background in music he has understanding of business so that is that's helpful also. yeah 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's a ministry, but it, there's also this like business component that has mm-hmm. to work in order for you to sustain what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times I actually use the analogy of a house uh, when I'm talking about like building an artist brand because, you know, the, the word brand may feel kind of weird to artists, but essentially it's like, what are you known for? You know, how do you want people mm-hmm. to perceive you and know you as and when you're building an artist brand it's like building a house and actually like the uh session that you were talking you were referring to Haley, uh that's what we call brand strategy session and Mm -hmm. you say that that's like the foundation of Mm -hmm. the house Mm -hmm. and you can't build a house overnight you know and you guys are building things like brick by brick you know and Mm -hmm making sure like everything's solid uh, and you're doing it the right way. And that takes time. And yeah. I think often we want the immediate results. We want the vanity metrics, but mm-hmm. if you really care about, you know, impacting real people, mm-hmm. it takes time, you know, even Jesus disciple, you know, people um, over mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how you're going to see like the lasting impact and really see people come to faith and, you know, hear the gospel. So, yeah, yeah, thank you so much for sharing the encouragement and sharing about your journey today. Uh, Tell us about what we could be looking forward to in the coming weeks and months. Yeah. So we, um, so our plan is to kind of release a single every six, six weeks for another, uh, maybe four or five months. So we have a song coming out this Friday. It's called We're Alive. Um, so look for that May 13th, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. I know, Dill thinks alive. this is hilarious. Friday the 13th hilarious. is We're Alive. Um, we are opening for Big Daddy Weave this weekend, uh, partnering with Adult and Teen Challenge here in Chattanooga, which we love that program and uh, ministry. Um, and so, yeah, just stay on the lookout for new music. It's just going to be rolling out, which is so, so fun for us. Um, we're writing a lot. We're co-writing a lot in Nashville. And um, so we're just excited to see the the songs and uh, music that comes out of, of partnering with people. And so just, yeah, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And yeah, we're excited. Cool. We've, we even have a Facebook we oh, even have a yeah. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> yeah. We have a MySpace. Just kidding. <laughs> and uh, a Periscope. Is Periscope still a thing? <laughs> I think it is still a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I never had one. So. We don't. But it's, I think it, it's on my Twitter, which now, uh, who knows what's going to happen okay. with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it could be a thing again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks, guys. I know it's a big week for you guys, so thanks for taking the time to be with us. And be sure to check out Natural State on your favorite social media platform, your favorite you know music platform. Uh, I love what you guys are making. And even just the content you're sharing on social media, I think, is really encouraging and fun. So, um, yeah, if you're listening, be sure to check them out. And until next time... Keep making music, keep making impact. Thank you for listening to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by Christian Music Marketing. To find out how we can partner with you to increase your impact and influence with integrity, please visit our website, christianmusicmarketing.com, or check us out on Instagram at christianmusicmarketing. See you next time.